I was watching a movie the other day, and um, there was like all these like people trying to get into a plane because like the world was ending and everyone was screaming and crying and everything and I'm firing explosions and just dying everywhere. And I looked at my wife and I was like, this is how I felt that day when my mom couldn't get the meat in the car. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 45 of the podcast. Hope you guys are having an awesome day. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I just got home from the gym, and I'm feeling whooped and sore, but still grateful that I can actually go to uh, work out and try and stay somewhat healthy because most gyms are closed, but there's uh, where I'm from, we got this like small little local place, and you can schedule times to just go in. It's like really affordable, and they have great trainers, so... Yeah, feeling a little bit sore, and that's how we're starting the podcast today. But before we get into it, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It's going to be the best way to stay up to date with drops, upcoming giveaways, and anything going on with Bear Mountain Studios. Uh, Sunday the 17th, uh, which is actually the day this podcast drops, we will have a Sunday sale. It's going to be a decent sized one with lots of different variety as far as colors. We'll have a little bit of clear in there, some mini double diffused and clear, which we've never done before. So it'll be a good Sunday sale. Excited to finally put one out. I haven't done a Sunday sale in like four weeks, maybe five. I'm not even sure. It's uh, always crazy when the new year starts, getting back into the flow of things and, you know, just getting everything going for the new year. If anyone, any of you guys listening have a small business or anything, I'm sure you feel those same pressures of just trying to get everything organized for tax season and all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the stuff we have to go over before we get into today's episode. But yeah, so today we're going to be smoking out a few different pieces though. We got a triple double and clear on the table, which is a awesome piece to actually really show the function of the triple doubles because obviously the clear ones, you see everything. Uh, and then we have my double diffuse and then my micro RBR which uh, I mainly lately have been smoking my double diffuse. Uh, it's a new 2021, so maybe I'm just like excited to have a new double diffuse, and I've just been raging on it for that reason. But I don't know. With the height of this table in the studio, the double diffuse just seems to be like that perfect height for this specific table. And I'm sure, like, depending on where you're smoking, like maybe a standard's better at that table or a micro. And these are really nitpicky things, but I'm just saying I think that's the reason I'm smoking my double diffuse so much lately is just the comfort of the table in the studio. And because I just, I love moving that volume of water when you're taking a dab. It's just fun to feel the piece rumble and shake as the water whips in that back drain. Um, also, too, for anyone that's never watched this podcast before, if you are new to it, essentially what's, what this is, is we just smoke, sesh, I rant, we talk about glass, and we sometimes just go off on tangents about stuff that really means nothing, and it's just stoner talk. But that's what this podcast is. Uh, earlier today, I was um, on my way to the gym. I don't know if you guys have ever um, had your cell phone and when you like click it off and the screen just goes black and then like the sun hits it and you see the reflection of your face and your cell phone just kind of looking down at it. You get that and then you just see what you look like at that angle. And I know some people probably think like, oh man, like I got like a quadruple chin. Maybe I got to lose some weight or I could do this. Me, I started thinking about fucking 
artificial intelligence and like genetic memory inside fucking computers and phones and stuff like that. So bear with me for a second. So are you guys familiar at all with like how Tesla, how their machine learning program works, how basically they've had their cars out there driving for the last 10 years. They have cameras all over the vehicles and these cameras are constantly taking in information and recording what's around them as far as stop signs and how other vehicles are stopping, brake lights, all these different things. And they're taking in information to create a database for the artificial intelligence to move within this world. I feel like it's a similar thing with cell phones because we know our cell phones, they say they're always listening, recording, like as far as the algorithms when you're on Facebook, Instagram, they're popping up ads for what you want and what you want to buy or what they think you want to buy. What I wonder is if we're constantly looking down at our phones like that, if as the phones and machine learning gets more and more advanced over the next 10 years, 100 years, who knows how long it's going to take for artificial intelligence. Either way, my point is, is will machines have this base like genetic memory from all these years of us looking down at them and like poking them and stuff that they'll just look at the humans as like these overlords that are always looking down on them. That'll be their genetic memory. I don't know. My dogs are growling and it's kind of distracting me. Luna, sweetheart. No, sweetie. This is what happens. We get in the good flow and then you guys start doing this. Bang. Luna. <sighs> my dog Luna is a horrible resource guarder. She just... If, if my dog Bane's anywhere near with a toy, she just growls. But they seem to be calming down. But yeah, I wonder if like, as like machine learning and AI gets more and more advanced and learns, if it's like base memory, just like our base memory, like as humans, it doesn't matter what human you are. When you're born, like when we're like a little kid, we see like a bear or a lion, we get scared. Like that's a genetic memory of us going, oh my God, that's something that could hurt me. That's something that could eat me. Will machines have that same genetic memory from all the years of us like looking down on the cell phones and telling them what to do? Because cell phones are essentially the eyes of the artificial intelligence, just like the Teslas driving around have their eyes absorbing all this information and kind of like, you know, painting the world that we live in. Just like if you think about what do we use artificial intelligence for right now? We use it to manipulate people and sell them things. We use it to fly drones and blow up things. So if the base start for all artificial intelligence is manipulation and, you know, killing, does that mean that in the future when AI is more advanced, no matter what, its original lizard brain, just like humans have, will go back to reverting to, like, manipulating and killing and control? I wonder, what a way to start a podcast. Because our lizard brains, like when people talk about lizard people, I don't think they're actually physically talking about people that are lizards in human suits walking around. I think they're referring to humans that run on more of their lizard brain. They're more like running on, you know, real primal like emotions as far as like, I don't know, hate, anger, greed. They're very self-centered. They just want themselves to succeed and no one else. I feel like that's the lizard people. It's the people that run on the lizard brain. They're not like physical fucking lizard people living under the earth. But we all have our, you know, we all have our opinion, right? But yeah, artificial intelligence is really interesting. I wonder, because like it really is like we're watching like the evolution of a new being, like a new creation, like some sort of, I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a real thing in the future, and I'm really interested to see where it goes. Let's take a dab, though. This joint's kind of hitting me in a weird way, making me think about crazy shit, talking about AI right out the gate. That wasn't really where I wanted to go with that, but it happened. What to smoke first? Let's start with the double diffused, because I just love it so much. And then we'll get into the uh, triple-double. But yeah, I hope you guys are having a fun day today. I'm excited. Hopefully today's Sunday sale goes well. 
and hopefully there's stuff there for everybody. For if, if I don't know if we have enough people that are interested, that is. Um, I'm really excited to drop some clear mini double diffuse though. It's gonna be awesome to like really see all that function in those, and they're gonna be way more affordable than the colored ones, like basically like half the price, pretty close to it anyways. Um, fuck. I don't have Q-tips. That's okay. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do it how we've been doing it in the studio the last week without Q-tips. Oh, there it is. I brought it over because I knew I knew I was gonna forget two Q-tips. So you see here, and I know there's a couple people that have Q-tip or swab companies that watch my podcast, um, and I can't wait to use your product once we get it. But this is what we're doing for now. All right, and wow, how well does that work? Maybe I could sell this. Wooden tweezers with ripped paper towel. It works well though. Today we're smoking for hash. We have Flow Rider from Green Dot, which is our full spectrum extract, which is gonna be like the, our BHO for today. But I feel like calling Green Dot BHO is disrespectful because it's, it's so special, it's so good. And then for our solvent list today, we got some GMO from Laser Cat. And then the flower we were smoking in the beginning is Dank Dough. And that Dank Dough is super fire. I know I usually smoke wedding cake on here, but they haven't had wedding cake the last, like, I don't know, month and a half. Uh, so I've been trying to find something similar, and this Dank Dough is actually pretty damn similar because I believe it's a cross with wedding cake. I could be wrong, but I think it is. It still has that really nice, like, OG, but it has, like, that, like, doughy, salty, buttery, like, just that full, like, warm flavor that I like when it comes to smoking flour. Um, and I know some of the, some of you guys that listen, like, well, like I talk to you in Twitch and stuff, they're like, oh, the way you describe terps, like I want to be able to like taste terps like that. And I feel like it's one thing too, is like with like really tasting terp profiles, it's like almost like you, it's like faith. Like you got to believe, like you got to sit there and be like, I really want to taste this. I'm going to really try and dig through that terp profile. Um, what's it like, what do they call them? Like wine sommeliers? Is that what they're called? Yeah. I feel like those guys are like trained to actually like dig through the flavor profile and tell you exactly what's going on in there. Um, and I feel like it's similar with cannabis. You kind of got to smoke a lot of different strains, um, grown by different people and just, you know, like really learn the baselines of certain flavors so that you can start building up your, uh, description for some new terp you try. But yeah, not that I do a great job describing things that is, but I feel like I've tasted enough terps where I can really appreciate when you have unique flavors that have like the salty, buttery, cakey, doughy terpenes in there. Um, did I even fucking warm this nail up? <laughs> I guess it feels kind of warm. I don't know. See, we're, I'm not, I haven't even taken a dab yet and we're already forgetting what we're doing here. It's all right though. I got excuses for days. I was up late. Then I worked out at 8 a.m. Dropped the kid off at school at 7.30. And now we're smoking weed at 10.30 with you guys on the What's Bear Buddy podcast. All right, that's probably hot enough because we have a turbo meter so I don't have to fucking get the nail red hot anymore. Like we did in the first 25 episodes, we were just using a timer. Sometimes a hot dab would happen. Those were fun, right? If you watch any of the early episodes, there's some episodes where I just take too many hot dabs and then I'm not having a good time. Is this dead? That's a close call. We almost went back to taking hot dabs. All right, she's good. I don't know, for some reason, I can't get that three click sequence sometimes on these little fucking turbo meters. Like I'll, it's like one, two, and then there's lag on the third one. So it just doesn't recognize me turning it on. Yeah. Me and my fucking, I wish like I had like a uh, co-host for this podcast that was like my personal trainer, like me and my personal trainer, 
we just fucking have the craziest conversations. Like when, when I'm working out with her, she's awesome. Um, but uh, a lot of the stuff we talk about is like consciousness and aliens and artificial intelligence. It's like fun shit to talk about early in the morning, like with someone I've never had like a trainer like that. Usually I can't relate with the person that I'm working out with. There's, you know, I'm just kind of following the instructions, but now this person I'm working out with is just so much better. It's so much fun to have like good conversation. I get through the workout way faster. I feel like I'm working harder. Um, it's just cool. But yeah, I would like to eventually have someone that can come on and like go deeper with these conversations with me. Cause like, I feel like I bring up a lot of like things I want to talk about, but like I want other people's input too. You know, I don't want to just sit here and, unchecked and just completely rant about something I don't know about. Like, that's why I like when my trainer, I'm talking to her, she'll be like, she'll give me her input on shit. I'm just trying to kill, you know, you know what I'm doing right here, guys? I'm trying to kill time so we can take this dab. This dab is so way too big. This is the problem with giant diamonds. This is real first world hash problems. The diamonds are too big. Can't even get a dab out of there. And this nail is fucking cold. This is at 420. I'm throwing a little heat on it. Just a little bit. Sweet. Man, that flow rider from Green Dot. <coughs> I don't know how to explain it besides like <coughs> fucking like cleaning material. It's like so like pungent and gassy, but to the point where it almost tastes like some sort of like cleaning spray or something. It's crazy. There's certain herbs that if you described it to someone that's never smoked weed, they'd be like, ew, why would you want to taste that? Like my, my producer at the beginning, of the beginning of the episode, I don't even know if we caught it, but he was like, I like that weed that smells like a fart when you break it up. Like <coughs> there's no way you could explain that to someone that's never smoked weed in a way where they'd be like, that sounds good, man. But I'll tell you what, that cleaning fucking like bleachy crazy flavor i just got from that flow rider amazing super clean super smooth but the terp is just like unreal it's like something that you don't feel like you should be able to inhale but you you can when it's cannabis because well, at least that's, that's i don't know i have no justification for like if cannabis is like good or bad but for me it fucking makes me happy and makes me a better human wow that last dab um <coughs> I'm going to go one more back-to-back, though, before I start talking about the next thing I wanted to talk about because I want to get good and stoned. I know you're watching this right now, and you're like, bro, you're plenty stoned. Like, you're lost already, but just wait. Just you wait. We're just getting started. Someday I'm going to watch these episodes in, like, 10 years from now. Oh, my God, look at that. It's just a, just a string of hash, string of oil. And I'm just going to look back at these episodes and be like, oh, my God, dude, you're such an idiot. That's the fun part about growing up. You get to look back on your past self and chuckle, laugh, sometimes shake your head and be like, ugh, that was, I was that person back then. The worst is if you look back and you've always been the same. You always kind of want to be growing and changing. At least that's my opinion. I got lots of opinions if you watch my podcast. This is a really fresh triple-double. Has to be sandblasted still. But, um... Because it gets sandblasted, it does go get all like cleaned and stuff, so I can take a dab on it before it gets sandblasted and all cleaned anyways from the sandblasting. I got some butane in this torch. Man, it is like 
so nice today in uh, Colorado. Our winters are really deceiving here. One day it'll be freezing, next day it'll be 60 degrees out. Nuts. Fucking excited to blow glass today. When it's like that perfect temp and it just feels good. I don't know if any of you guys are skateboarders or snowboarders, but there was those days when I was a skateboarder and it'd be like perfect temp out, it'd be like 72 out. And just like, like for me, I loved when it was like sunny, but with a little bit of clouds, like so it wasn't just beating down on you. I don't know. Just like, and it gets you in just a super good motivated mood to like skate really well that day or like snowboard really well that day. It's similar with glass blowing for me is like, if the studio just feels good, everything's comfortable, like you just crush harder. You just feel even more motivated. At least that's my personal experience. But man, the summer zone, Colorado, and actually really anywhere is a glass blower in the summer for the most part. When shit gets hot, sometimes it's hard to stay motivated. You're like dying out there, like fuck. It just like drains the life out of you, the heat. <clears throat> because the radiant heat coming off like the big chunk of glass in front of you too and whatever you're working, that's actually like sucking moisture out of you too. So it's, it's just kind of like you're getting hit in both ways of, with dehydration. That's why I love the winters in Colorado because it stays like dry and pretty warm. Let's take a dab of some laser cat through this. I got this GMO I just picked up yesterday for the podcast. I gotta get some more peace for than hash. I just, I, I just finished um, a little a little piece for them to match their crunk piece, a little Terps Micro, and it's mixed with uh, citrine, so it's all UV. Cause all the chips in that crunk triple double collaboration that they have uh, are all UV. Wow, you know when like the dab hits you like two minutes later after you've taken it? That's literally what just happened to me. I just sat up and I looked up and I was like, uh-oh, I'm super stoned. Take a sip of coffee. With this, oh, this torch, my bad, bro. I'm blowing it today. I'm a little bit of a mess today. I stayed up a little too late last night and then got up a little too early. But I'm still here. I still show up and I'm still excited to hang out with you guys and catch up this week. Where the fuck? I don't even know what temp I'm at now. I'm a real mess. I'm lost here. I think I had it at temp. Yeah, because now it's like 400. I'm just going to give it a little more heat. This is great today. <clears throat> this is good stuff. We're going to take one good dab eventually that's like perfect temp right out the gate and not mess it up. Maybe it'll be the fourth one. Who knows? Ooh, now that looks a little spicy. That's all right. The difference between BHO and really good rosin, wow, do they hit you in a different way, at least in my experience. BHO seems, for me at least, seems so much more cerebral. Like when I take a dab of really good like BHO, it hits me like almost like all in my head. It's like very uh, adrenaline, like cerebral. But man, when I take a hit of really good solventless, <coughs> it's almost like an extreme version of actual like weed, like flower material. It's like you sucked a whole joint down instantly. <laughs> and it's like a fucking wave, like a warm blanket that just like coats your whole body. I don't even know how to explain it. 
especially if you're really sore from like being, I don't know, doing sports or even maybe recovering from an injury. Wow. I think medicinally solventless might be the way to go for some of that body ache because it's like really concentrated weed. Whereas like BHO is like something else for me and this could be more strain dependent and opinion based. Obviously everybody should take it with a grain of salt, but it's so much more cerebral. It's like a head rush. It's really intense. If I smoke a lot of BHO, sometimes I'll get a little anxiety, um, but I can smoke a bunch of solventless and then I just get kind of like too comfy. But to each his own. Everybody has a different experience when it comes to you know consuming concentrates and stuff. Wow. I feel right now. Now that I hit that, do you notice how much more I've like slowed down? Like I'm not as like, I feel like I was a little bit shaky and jittery there for a minute. That might be the strain though. That's that GMO. That stuff hits you. That's heavy. But um, but um, but um, there we are. Yeah. I feel I feel awesome now though. I feel a lot better. All right. Well, I heard the other day on a podcast that I really enjoy that I think I've talked about on here, which is the Artificial Intelligence Podcast. It's Lex Friedman's podcast. You guys should really check it out. Um, I learned so much on there, and these are like actual intelligent people that have like gone to school and graduated and have like real jobs as like scientists or philosophers, and they're talking about really interesting abstract ideas and futuristic stuff. It's just it's such a cool podcast. I mean, if you want to get high and just throw something on in the background, you don't even need to watch it. This is one you can just listen to. Um, although I always appreciate the video because I like to see people moving their hands and I like to see what people look like and stuff. I don't know. It gives me a reference point. But it's a great podcast. And the other day, <clears throat> uh, Lex Friedman, he made like a comment talking about like, what if like us experiencing extraterrestrial life isn't like a metal ship in the sky. Maybe consciousness is us experiencing extraterrestrial life. What if consciousness is extraterrestrial? What if that is the alien, is consciousness? And when he said that to me, it re like made me think about like all these like different ways, like how that could be possible or how that could happen. Almost, you know, just, just having fun, you know, imagination. But if consciousness was the alien, would, then does that mean that like consciousness travels across the universe in like waves or bursts, and then it hits certain planets? And when it hits these planets, if the right species is there with the right type of configuration in its brain, it's able to receive the consciousness like a little receiver. Just like our brains have these little pockets that are specially designed to catch the molecule cannabidiol, which is cannabis. It's only for cannabis. Well, maybe our brains have a little pocket that specially catch consciousness. I said that to my trainer, and she's like, she's like, I think humans are like antennas. We are like receivers. She's like, what if someone gets a really severe head injury? The receiver gets broken. They're not themselves anymore. Their consciousness gets fractured. So maybe existing in consciousness, we're just like little, little radios walking around receiving the signal that's broadcasting across the universe. And the lucky thing is that we're genetically the right code that can catch that signal. And maybe there's all different signals out there of consciousness that hit different you know, animals and creatures and they're in their own dimension of consciousness. Who knows? <clears throat> I don't know. But you know, maybe our definition of alien doesn't need to be metal ship, bipedal, anthropomorphic creature. 
walking around. Maybe it's energy and waves that find the right type of genetics throughout the universe and just help it grow and evolve to something greater. It's interesting, the, my, one thing my trainer was talking about <clears throat> with the universe too is like, if there was something that kind of like created the whole universe and it was making it, like if it was all knowing and it created everything, like what a lonely existence that'd be, like what, what, what is that? Like what, like what would it, if, there, if something created everything, like there was some creature or some sort of like being out there that made all of this and knew everything. If you knew everything and made everything, that's no existing, that sounds like hell. There's no wonder, there's nothing there. And then that's why I said to her, I was like, I, and I think I've heard this on other podcasts before too, I'm not sure which one, but I really do believe that like, I do believe I lost my point in train of thought. Yeah. Where was I, Aja, what did I say? Consciousness. Consciousness? Oh my God, dude. The hash. Wow, we were almost there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're almost there, okay. Okay, the universe. If there was some creature that made everything, this is great, guys. We're all hanging out, right? We're at my house. We're just fucking smoking hash. We're trying to talk about shit while we're high. Okay, if there was some great being out there that made all the universe and everything, and it knew all these things, that would be like a super lonely existence. And then what I said to her, I was like, yeah, I think that all living things in the universe is the universe experiencing itself. Because if something made everything, the only way it would be able to like logically appreciate itself and everything it made was to like have all these other beings out there like experiencing the universe that created. So like we are the universe experiencing itself. That's what all living beings are, not just humans, just like everything out there. Um, I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie Contact. It's kind of an older one. It's like with Matthew McConaughey and um, who's the lady in it? Do you know that movie Contact? Jodie Foster. Foster. That's it. It's Jodie Foster. If you guys haven't seen that movie, it's really a really great movie, especially as we get older as adults, we can appreciate it more. When I was a kid, I, I didn't appreciate it as much. Now I watch it and I'm like, whoa, bro. And with enough hash, everything's cool, you know? But <clears throat> I don't want to like spoil it or anything. But basically, if you haven't seen it, this is kind of a spoiler alert, and I'm sorry. So just skip this if you even care. Um, not that I'm going to do a good job of describing it or anything, but here. It's basically what the movie is, at least for me. The lesson in it was like you have someone that's like very like scientific minded. They don't believe in any sort of God or anything. They believe in just like science and the facts. And then you have another person that's very spiritual. They believe in God and all these things. And they're both in love and on either side of the fence of like how to explain the universe and existence. Well, this lady, she ends up able to like travel through like basically a wormhole and go and like meet some fucking extraterrestrial beings or whatever. And she's seeing this huge network of these wormholes that travel all over the universe and all these different, it's like super highways full of all different creatures and aliens. Like everyone's just, it's like this huge like community that humans aren't a part of yet because we're just not, we haven't grown enough. We're not there yet. We're, someday we might be able to be part of this whole cosmic, you know, um, community. And then, you know, to her, she was like, okay, yeah, so God isn't real and all this stuff. And then he, this fucking Alien says to her, she's, he's like, he's like, well, we don't know who built this, all this super like highway and all these portals and wormholes. We don't know who built all this shit. Like we didn't make this. So what he was saying to her is like, 
even if you like believe in something different or whatever, like there's still things that will never be answered about this insane place we live in, you know? And so I don't know, not like I'm a religious person or anything. I just smoke a lot of hash and I just appreciate hearing all the different stories from all different cultures and ideas and, you know, everything from science all the way to different religions. I just find it interesting the way humans find ways to explain why and where we are and what we are and why we're here. That's one of the most interesting things to me is hearing everybody's perspective. I don't want just one perspective. <clears throat> I went to like Catholic school, you know, wore a tie every day, did the confirmation shit, did all the like, years of all that stuff. And all I realized, I was like, oh, you guys don't, you guys don't have every piece of the puzzle. I mean, you have, you have a few parts, but you need more tools. You don't have everything. Like we need to work with everybody because if we all came together with all of our ideas and creations, we'd be able to probably find a, or at least paint a better picture of what the fuck is going on here. <clears throat> it's funny, I was talking to my wife and I talk about this shit with her and she's like, sounds like you're just describing, like you're just, we're all still living in the same existence and you can describe it in like a different way. Like you can describe it like that romanticized way where like with all these like crazy ideas like I have, or you can just be like, yeah, we're here and like you live and you die. But regardless, that's still the situation. But to me, I was like, I'd rather like think about all these crazy abstract ideas because I believe we project our own like existence and universe. And when our meat suits and bodies die in 60 or 70 years while we're on this planet, when our consciousness moves on, like if my consciousness believed and painted a, a universe that is like huge with tons of planets and dimensions and unlimited ideas and there is no ceiling, then I'm gonna travel in that realm. But if your consciousness either only believed that you either go to a cloud in the sky or a burning pit, then you're gonna to go to one of those two places and just hang out with grandma and grandpa for existence, which that sounds fun too, but I think it would be cooler to maybe do that and everything else. I really do believe our consciousness paint our existence and our like own universe. And so I'd rather believe that everything is deeper than it really is. When I was 18, 19, I went through some bad like depression shit. And I think it was because I thought, I went through a point where I thought everything was just like, everything was answered. There was nothing special. There was no more magic. I was an adult. I went through that and it was really depressing. And then I started smoking weed and then I realized, oh God, we don't know shit. We've only explored 7% of the oceans. We know nothing about anything. We are delusional as a species. And then I felt way better because I was like, wait, there is magic. There is things we don't know. You know, and I'd rather believe shit like that to get through this existence in this realm than think that everything's answered and nothing's special because that sounds like hell. So we should like smoke hash and talk about glass or something. I don't know. Weird podcast. Kind of uh, had a weird conversation with my trainer today. So I kind of came into the studio with a lot of crazy ideas. How are you guys doing though? Elijah, Brandon, we got, we got Keymaster Glass chilling here today. I forgot to tell him we were filming today. So now he has to sit and listen to me just talk. And then always oh, got my producer, Aja, here taking care of us. We got some liquid IV here. And uh, today's episode is sponsored by uh, Crepe on the Go. Uh, get your crepe when you're on the go. And, uh, act, and, and use promo code uh, 
we don't actually are not sponsored by them. I don't know what this is, but it's great. Found them at Sprouts. It's a crepe and a little, it's like a crepe roll up and it tastes really good. And we have some liquid IV here, which we're still not sponsored by them. Someday people will be like, oh, you smoke weed? Let's sponsor you. I actually had a company ask to sponsor us the other day for an episode. And I didn't know what to say. So I was like, how about you just send me some of your products and I'll just like talk about it. I don't need any money or anything. Like, I like your shit. I'll just show it off. Because I feel weird taking money for anything. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's like that like poor mentality if you grew up like working hard for things and like my parents always took care of me and stuff and I had nice things but we still worked hard for everything. I grew up with hard working parents. Um, but I feel weird getting just having someone give me something for if I didn't like pick up something heavy and bring it up some stairs and fucking install it or build something like I feel weird when it's just like a digital thing because it's like oh like promoting and you know gaining access to a group of followers. I don't know. I just still in a headspace where I like, I don't realize <clears throat> like, or don't know how to like, uh, run that side of the business. I'm always like, I always just do things. I'm like, no, I don't need any money for that. Cause I feel weird taking money for shit like that. I'll take money for a pipe in me cause that's hard work. I know I bought the material. I spent hours. It's tangible. It makes sense to me. But if you have a big Instagram following or social media following or something, and someone wants to give you money for something, I feel weird about that. It feels a little dirty for some reason. I got to figure that out. I probably gotta get over it. Right. <clears throat> Got to use the tools that I've worked so hard to build to maintain and build a successful future for my family and I. So I got to get over a lot of those weird ego things, right? I'll figure it out. All right, let's clean this now because I don't think I cleaned it well enough. And we'll take another dab of that solventless because I'm getting, I feel the adrenaline going again. Getting a little too excitable. That's how I am in the morning though. I'm like, I'm tired, but like my body is like intense. Like mentally I'm exhausted. My eyes are like droopy. I'm just like, ugh, but like. Physically, my body's just like, let's fucking go. I don't know what that is. I'd be really interested to, because genetics is a crazy thing. It's like, you almost want to like see like all these different people in your past that like made you who you are over the last, like, I don't know. At least I'd like to see it back to at least 30,000 years ago. I'd want to go deep. I'm like, show me some of the crazy fuckers during the last golden age when they fucking actually built the pyramids and stuff. Because you know they were built 30,000 years ago. There's no way. There's, those things have been remodeled and remade and put together. I mean, those, that shit is old. But that's another conversation. Let's clean this. This is, uh, today's episode is also sponsored by Bear Mountain Studios Terp Swab Q-Tip thing. You just, well, this is great. They're not working very well right now. I'll be honest all. It's not working very good. There we go. Got it. These double diffuse though, I think what my favorite part about these is just like how effortless they are for how much water they're moving. Like the triple doubles are still really effortless for the size, but it's more work than like, like this obviously. But these are always the ones that surprise people. I'd say out of all the designs, all the RBRs, I'd say the double diffuse is always the one that's like, the one when someone's on the fence, if they hit it, they're like, oh, that's definitely different. Even if it's not for them. Because, like, RBRs, I wouldn't say they're for everyone. I've definitely, like, had people that are like, oh, I prefer way more restriction and chug. Like, and I'm like, that's, that's awesome. Like, everyone has a preference for how they like to smoke. That's why, like, 
this industry has so many amazing artists that people can support that make all different variations. Like I, I used to, a few years ago, I'd get really bummed out if I saw some person that like wasn't an RBR person. They're like, oh, I don't like RBRs. Um, and it would bum me out. But then I kept smoking hash and eating little bits more of mushrooms here and there. And I started realizing like, you, you don't, everyone doesn't need to like you. Everyone doesn't need to like what you make. Just appreciate the people that do like what you're doing and do like what you're making. Don't focus on the people that don't appreciate it because you don't need to change their mind. Honestly, they'd probably like you more if you didn't. You know, if you just accepted that, hey, I don't like that. I'm like, that's cool, dude. I, I appreciate your honesty. Like, that's all you can do. We all need to have our honest opinion. I mean, within certain parameters, I guess, as long as it's not hurting anyone. <clears throat> but it's hard not to hurt people's feelings, right? We're all pretty sensitive, at least I know I am. Nope, not dabbing that BHO. This is what we want. The GMO will be way more, way more chill. My wife really wanted me to eat some breakfast for this podcast so I didn't get shaky. But I was like, listen, I'm so tough. I don't need any food. Check me out. But now I'm shaky. And... uh <laughs> She was right, so um, um, I'm not going to tell her that, and she doesn't watch my podcast, so she'll never know. I'll be like, yeah, I didn't shake once. I'll just pound a fucking banana when I get inside. She tried to give me a banana as I came out. I was like, I'm not eating a banana. I was like, I got Liquid IV, our soon-to-be sponsor, maybe, and I got old coffee in a thermos, and I got crepe on the go. So I'm fine, and right now, I don't feel fine. Are we going to get a dab at the right time? No, sir, we're not. That's low. Okay, here we go again. We're not going to get one perfect one this episode. This episode is going to be a fucking mess. But it's, it's my podcast. It doesn't need to be good every week. It can just happen every week, and that's always the goal. Just get on here, be yourself, talk to your, your supporters, family, and friends, because I know there's... There's definitely family and friends that support this and watch this, which I really appreciate you guys. This is going to be spicy, I can tell. <coughs> Last time my mom was visiting me, <coughs> she, um, Got stoned with us, and we were all having fun and stuff, and giggling. <coughs> no, I was, I think I said something like, Mom, do you, I was like, what do you tell people I do when, like, you meet people or whatever, or you're, like, hanging out with your friends, or what do you tell them I do? She's like, I just don't talk about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. <coughs> it made me laugh, because <coughs> I'm in my own little bubble. And I don't realize that, like, getting really baked on strong concentrates on camera and then putting on the internet isn't the typical thing. In my head, I'm like, yeah, like, everyone I follow does that because I'm in my own little echo chamber on the internet. But I prefer to be in that space. And, Mom, I know you watch this, so it's totally, I'm totally fine. You don't tell your friends what I do. 
even if she was just joking. She could have been fucking with me. My mom is a wise, wise guy. So she could have been messing with me and not told me after. Because here's one thing I do, and I've, I've stopped having sarcasm with my wife years ago because I used to be sarcastic with my wife, say something, and then never tell her that I was just kidding. So then like three days later, she would bring something up about it, something really serious I said that was supposed to be a joke sarcastically. And I'd be like, oh, I was a joke. And she had been really upset for three days about it. So if you are sarcastic with family members or friends, even if you think they know, make sure you tell them after, hey, I was just joking around. I was just being sarcastic, even if it ruins the joke. People are sensitive, even the sarcastic ones. <sighs> yeah, yeah, life lessons. Oh, man. There was this one time I was moving to New York City, and... Um, Hold on, my nose is running from the Terps. That GMO, that gets you running. When I was moving to New York City, like, it was kind of like intense because it was the first time we were like really leaving home. We were 20, Cassie, I was 20, Cassie was 19. And um, my parents weren't bringing us down and New York City was about five hours, five and a half hours from where we lived in upstate New York, which was like around Syracuse area, closer to Canada than it is New York City. Because New York is actually a really big state. People that aren't from there are like, oh, you're from New York? New York City. And I'm like, oh, I've never been in New York City. And they're like, how? You're living in New York. I'm like, it's like five and a half hours away. But I did eventually live in New York City when I was like 20. And um, I remember like the day we were moving there, it was like really rainy and shitty out. And it was just really intense, like packing the car and getting everything done. And I remember going over to my parents' house to say goodbye, and then my mom has this cooler of meat, and she's like bringing it out in the rain. It's pouring on my mom. She's like trying to give me this cooler. Here's your meat, and like she's just trying to get this meat in the car, and it not fit it. The meat is not fitting in the car, and I was like, oh my god, the meat's not gonna fit. I might even get emotional right now because it's so stupid, but it it was a really intense day, and it was really funny after the fact. <laughs> but she was like trying to put this meat in the car. And um, I was like, it's not going to fit. So, so it was like the only thing that she could really give me at the time because like, like life's tough and stuff. Like, and she's like, you know what? I have like, I can, I can get this meat. And so she got the meat, but she wouldn't fit in the car. Couldn't bring it to New York City. So it was really intense. But I was watching a movie the other day and um, there was like all these like people trying to get into a plane because, like, the world was ending, and everyone was screaming and crying and everything, and I'm firing explosions and just dying everywhere. And I looked at my wife, and I was like, this is how I felt that day when my mom couldn't get the meat in the car. I felt this is this exact scene. It might have been this movie Greenland, Greenland or whatever. I don't know. It was a new Dread Butler movie. End of the world. Comet strikes happening. Everyone's freaking out. They ain't fitting. That's how, the, that's how I felt when the meat wasn't fitting. And then my wife looked at me, and she just shook her head. She doesn't get it, but... It was how I felt. I wanted to express myself on my podcast. It's a very important story about meat and feeling emotional. Um, and a movie I watched recently. So that was all relevant to this episode. If you don't watch this weekly, this is going to be weird to go back to watch some of these old ones if you just start them. I have people that hit me up like, I'm on episode one. I just started it today. I'm like, ooh, we're almost at a year. Maybe you should start now because I'm a little bit, I think, a little bit more like balanced. Like We have this a little more figured out. In the beginning... I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I tried so many different things to find. And then eventually I'm like, okay, just, just go on there and just get baked and just let your mind go and talk about stuff. And hopefully you don't offend anybody and you make some fun content and just connect with a few people. 
because some, not everyone can afford an RBR. Not everyone can afford to support me and my artwork or even get a piece. So I'm like, how can I connect with people that can't maybe support in that way? I'm like, let's, let's do this podcast. And I can't believe we're almost at a year. It's wild. Where are we even at for time right now? 45? Damn, we're crushing this. They happen quick, guys. But yeah, I've learned a lot over this year. I've reflected so much on my past. Like, just because doing this podcast, all I've done is, like, try to, like, sit down and think about things that I've done or things that I've learned and things that I can, like, relate with people. And it's something I didn't do for years because I was so focused on the next pipe I was trying to make or the next order I was trying to get done or the next bill I was trying to pay. And I forgot, like, I didn't forget, but I... I just didn't remember or recognize all the accomplishments and hurdles I had gone over or gone through in the past. And this podcast has really helped me like appreciate, I guess, my my own like path that I followed a little bit more because it's been fucking tough. Gla- like it's like glass blowing everything. It's been cra- anyone that's like a glass blower knows it's like an insane amount of sacrifice. You almost feel like crazy. Like what am I doing? Like, if I worked this hard at anything else, I'd probably be a millionaire by now. Like, this shit is intense, and it's hard. But it's so amazing and worth it. Because when you're fucking smoking something you made, and this is only for someone that really, I guess, loves and enjoys smoking. But for me, the love comes from just being able to... I, I thought of something. I physically made it using fire, gravity, and my own hands. And now I'm consuming, like, this, like, organic flour... It gives me a psychedelic experience that like thins the veil of this dimension and makes me more rational of a person. You know, it's what it is. Let's take a dab on the micro, because that's, uh, that's always fun. Oh, I'm shaky, but I'm not going to tell my wife. I'm shaky, not going to tell my wife. <coughs> Whoa. Oh, I just gotta stretch. I just gotta stretch and sneak. I gotta find food and then sneak it in. Sneak it into my body. Okay. Wow, that turp, that last GML literally just fucking. I'm sweating out of my face still. The the turps, they, they got me. Okay, we, we definitely gotta clean that now. That looks a little bit, a little bit dirty. That mouthpiece looks like someone left a little something on there. Let's clean that. Wait, I just see that Windex right there, bro. Would you just hand me that real quick? And then I have my paper towel right here. Oh no, there's a spray bottle actually. It's like right under your tripod kinda. Yeah, buddy, thank you. I just kinda wanna clean this. Cause it's looking a little, a little scuzz. A little bit. This is real life, guys. All right. This podcast, we put as much preparation as we can. Is that light still on? Battery didn't die. I mean, that is a win. That is a win. Okay. Let's clean this nail now. Oh, my puppy's so sleepy. He's right under that light. Yeah, I really need to get some fucking Q-tips, though, because... This is not gonna, this is not cutting it. We have a lot of new colors coming out in this Sunday sale. I'm really excited to show you guys. 
some mixes we wanted to do for a while that have been on our sheet, but we just couldn't get the colors like that we wanted to mix. Certain colors only come out a few times a year. And um, we were able to get this specific color we were looking for to make this really, really cool blue-green color. Very excited to show it off. I might even, I mean, by the time you guys watch this, you probably will have seen the piece. So it's the Atlantis Ghost Blend. I cannot wait to show that piece off. All right, get this one last dab in, then I'm gonna go try and sneak some food into my body and uh, get on this torch and get some work done. Cause we got this Sunday sale. See what do I want to dab? I might get back into that BHO. One more of that. That now it needed to be cleaned a little better, but what can you do? It's the end of the podcast. Either way, it probably won't be great. So what's a little extra smoke? It's smoking more by minute by minute, or I guess second by second. But in my world, it's literally times moving really slow. Oh boy, this flow rider though. This is really going to get my senses, senses going, my, my sinuses going, not my senses. It's a real mess at this point. I'm too stoned. Don't even need this dab. This is just gluttony at this point. But we're human, right? A little gluttony here and there. What can you do? Isn't this weird, Brandon? Like, usually, like, I'm just on the torch working. Like, you're just chilling over there. You're like, whoa. I mean, it is what it is, bro. It's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Just gotta roll with it, man. Yeah, I love that you just roll with it. It's easy. All right. This actually, this is gonna be the right temp. Here we go. The last one. The last dab. Yeah, that was pleasant. That was nice. That temp? Oh, yeah. You got it by then? Oh, bro. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <coughs> wow. Terps. So much terps. Wow. Well, guys, today was a mess. I appreciate it. anyone that stuck around for it. Thank you so much. Do not forget to check out bmsglass.com. Make sure you sign up for that newsletter. Stay up to date on Sunday sales. We're going to keep dropping clear stuff. Hopefully, we can get a better balance and get back to our big store drops here sometime in the near future. But for right now, we have to stick with our Sunday sales with everything going on. Um, but we appreciate all you guys that support us and believe in the dream. You guys have an awesome day. This is the What's Up Everybody podcast. And I'm going to get to work because i got too much to do. Oh, don't forget to check out Crepe. Uh, Crepe, Crepe 2 Go. I've been calling it the wrong name the whole time. That's fine.